This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you. And if you have been with us last week, you know we talked and taught about Psalm 22, a very, very powerful portion of Scripture. And we're continuing on looking at Psalm uh, 22. And uh, I want to start like we did last week by speaking of two scriptures that are important to keep in mind when we go to Psalm 22. One is Luke chapter 24, verse 44. Jesus spoke to the disciples and said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. And we see in Psalm 22 how Jesus fulfilled the words of this Psalm, which was written approximately 1,000 years before Jesus walked on the earth. The other verse is found in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 14. Paul's prayer included these words, that the God of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. And we pointed out that the Greek word for knowledge here is a very intensive word, not the typical word of knowledge. It infers a deeper participation in that knowledge, and it is knowledge that influences the one seeking this knowledge. Powerful word. So keep those verses in mind, look them up, and really relate that to Psalm 22. I'd like to read the psalm because last week we went through verses 21, and I want to read that and then go on from that point. Psalm 22. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Far from my deliverance are the words of my groaning. O my God, I cry by day, but thou dost not answer, and by night, but I have no rest. Yet thou art holy, O thou who art enthroned upon the praises of Israel. In thee our fathers trusted. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. To thee they cried out and were delivered. In thee they trusted and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and not a man, a reproach of men and despised by the people. All who see me sneer at me, They separate with a lip, they wag the head, saying, Commit yourself to the Lord, let him deliver him, let him rescue him, because he delights in him. 
Yet thou art he who didst bring me forth from the womb. Thou didst make me trust when my mother's when upon my mother's breasts. Upon thee I was cast from birth. Thou hast been my God from my mother's womb. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They open wide their mouth at me as a ravening and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaves to my jaws, and thou dost lay me in the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. A band of evildoers encompassed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look, they stare at me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But thou, O Lord, be not far off. O thou my help, hasten to my assistance. Deliver my soul from the sword, my only life from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, and from the horns of the wild oxen thou dost answer me. I will tell of thy name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly I will praise thee. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify him, and stand in awe of him all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, neither has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him for help, he heard. From thee comes my praise in the great assembly. I shall pay my vows before those who fear him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth will eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust will bow before him. Even he who cannot keep his soul alive, posterity will serve him. It will be told of the Lord in the coming generation." They will come and will declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has performed it. Such a powerful scripture, Junie, that Psalm 22. And as we said last week, it started out with a plea from Jesus when he was being crucified. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And we know that David wrote this, but this is a prophetic picture. And it's meant, David wrote this, who, and the word of God says, Jesus said, I am the root and the offspring of David, and and Jesus came from the line of David. So we see from that agony came prayers and persistent in prayers until we see the uh, agony, the cry for prayer ends up in glory. So we just want to look quickly at what we spoke about last week. When you look at these verses in Psalm 22, we see, for example, even in verse 2, God, Jesus said, my God. In other words, he felt forsaken for a moment, but he then continued to speak to his God. In verse 3, it says, God inhabits the praises of his people. And we'll see in, in verses 22 to the end of Psalm 22, there was a call to praise the Lord. In verses 4 and 5, we saw that David wrote and said that the fathers of the faith trusted God 
and the people were delivered. It's a message for us today in difficult times because we need to continue to cry out to the Lord and recall what the Lord has done in the world and what he's done in each one of our lives. It's a great reminder, Junie. It really is. And to show how prophetic the psalm is, Shelley, what delivered Israel from Egypt, or better said, who delivered Israel from Egypt was the Lord who revealed himself as the Lamb of God. And each household in Egypt was given a lamb, and blood from that lamb was to be put on the lintels and the doorposts. And when the Father in heaven saw the blood of the lamb, it says, the Lord passed over that house. And as Jews, Shelley, we were taught the angel of the Lord passed over. And the firstborn did not die. And that's because Yeshua in the Old Testament, Jesus in the Old Testament, revealed himself as the angel of the Lord. And it's, it's mind-boggling, Shelley, that the Lord, he is God, and the Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world. Amen, amen. We saw in verse 6, we, which gives a clear picture of how the Messiah felt as he was being crucified. He said, I am a worm, I'm helpless and powerless being crucified. He was being crucified for you and me. In verses 7 and 8, if you check it out in the Bible, you'll see these verses were fulfilled in Luke 23 and in Matthew 29. Verses 9 and 10, Jesus declared, You have been my God from my mother's womb. Of course, David wrote this, but it was a picture, that, and it speaks in one of the prophets, that he was born in Bethlehem specifically, and he came from his mother's womb, obviously. And it shows us, Jesus made a way for us. He shows us what we should do when we are in agony, when things are uh, too much for us to handle, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional. He taught us by crying out to his Father in heaven. Amen. Let it be an example for us. We read from verses 11 to 17 that his life was being poured out like water. His bones were out of joint. His heart was like wax. His strength dried up like a potsherd. Uh, verse 18 is quoted in all four Gospels. Verse 19, Jesus said, But thou, O Lord, be not far off. O thou my strength, help me. And he continues to pray to his God. And we, yeah, Junie. It just struck me because the scriptures teach us in our weakness, he becomes strong. And so if we really see that the word of God, if we know it and speak it out, helps us in our affliction or helps us in our weakness because God is made strong because when we can do more, then we know we can do, we know it's God. 
And that's what you meant by epignosis, wasn't it, Shelley? That's the real knowledge. The real knowledge of God is what we experience in our life with the Lord. So cry out to God in your need. Cry out to God and ask him and see what happens. Bless the Lord. Um, Last week we closed at verse 21, and I want to read that. Save me from the lion's mouth and from the horns of the wild oxen. Thou dost answer me. So we see the uh, forsaking was only because the father could not gaze upon the sin that was thrust on Jesus. In other words, the word of God says he became sin. And if sin is always going to separate us from the father. And he became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. So we see the Lord cried, David himself as king cried, but this set the stage for the rest of this psalm because he didn't, he was forsaken for a moment. We have to remember that. And he continued on. And we're going to pick this up at verse 22 tomorrow. And really look at this psalm until before tomorrow and see what the Lord is speaking to you psalm about. 22. Psalm 22. Father, we thank you. Thank, thank you, you for this prophetic word in the Hebrew scriptures that really reveals who the Messiah is. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.